Welcome to Growing Your Team, a podcast designed for small business owners seeking to grow their company with the help of employees and contractors. Your time is limited, which means growing and leveraging teams is essential for business success. The Growing Your Team podcast is the place to learn tips and techniques designed to help you know when it's the right time to hire, how to select perfect fit team members, and how to maximize productivity while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kuyk. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Ah, podcast, whoo! Looks like now that we're past 100 episodes, I'm just gonna be stumbling over my words. But let's just keep going with today's topic, which is onboarding and how to have a great first step into the onboarding process to make your new employee feel welcome and set things up so they will be a long-lasting employee who feels valued by your organization. So here's one thing about onboarding that most people don't know about, but everybody who's hiring should. Great onboarding starts as soon as the candidate accepts the position. Yes, onboarding starts before the person ever works a day for you. As soon as they accept that position, they are becoming a part of your company and you want to make sure that process is effective. Why? Because you want to make them feel accepted by your company. Employees who are accepted feel that the company cares about them. When employees don't feel accepted, they feel like they're just a worker. They feel like they're there to make you money. And they don't feel like they're getting any value out of the relationship. In times when employees feel like they're just a worker, they stay around to collect their paycheck until they can find something better. They start to get this mentality of, it will do for now. And that for now could be a few weeks, it could be a few months, it could be a year. But those thoughts are already starting to process when they're just a worker that this is not a long-term fit. But when they feel appreciated as an employee, they feel that you care about them. They're excited to be a part of the company, and they know that when they help the company grow and succeed, in return, they will grow and succeed. So they feel like it's this give and take relationship. And this relationship starts before the employee ever works a day for you. So how do you start onboarding right away? Well, after the employee signs their offer letter, you send them a welcome. Yes. You're probably sending a response back like, you know, or when you sent off the offer letter saying, congratulations, we want to invite you to our team. And when they respond and they sign it, you're probably telling them that it's received. But you should send or do another welcome step so that way they feel like, okay, now that we got this formality out of the way, you are really taking the steps to say you are excited that they are joining your team. And this is something you can do in a welcome email or a phone call. Phone calls are nice, but I know not everyone's schedule allows for it. The employee could still be working another job. You might not be able to contact them during hours that are appropriate to give them a call. So an email will suffice. 
In this communication, let them know that you'll be sending more details to help them prepare for day one. And we'll get through, we'll get to that in a moment. Restate what the start date is, know that you're available for any questions, and just let them know what's going on. This step is super important if you worked with an HR professional or a recruiter to go through the hiring process. You want to make sure that this employee feels like they are part of your organization. In when at Growing Your Team, we do recruiting for some of our clients. When it comes to providing the offer, sometimes we present the offer to candidates, other times the company does. If we present the offer to the candidate, this step is super important because the candidate is not working for us at Growing Your Team. They're working for the employer. They're becoming part of the employer's organization. So they, they want to feel welcomed by the employer. We, that transition needs to happen to make this person feel a part of the organization. But even if the employer presents the offer, it's still important to have this additional step. Like I said, taking away the formalities and just welcoming the new employee into your company Expressing your excitement for them to join your team will go a long way. The next thing I like to say to do to welcome an employee is to send a welcome gift. And this could be something simple. It could be as simple as a card with maybe like a $5 gift card in it. Um, or it could be an item you know, from your store if you're product-based so, or something that's tied to the company. For example... If your company is eco-friendly and eco-focused, making sure that you send them a gift that's eco-friendly. Something little that just says, hey, we appreciate you. You haven't done any work for us yet, but we appreciate you. Why does this work to really show the employee that you appreciate them? Because in most cases, it's not expected. Companies don't typically give things to employees before they ever work a day. But you want to say, we we value you, we trust you, we know you're a great selection, and we are so thankful for you to join our team. You don't want them thinking that they're just there to fill the void as you determine if they're the right person and maybe they're going to lose their job after a 90-day training because uh, you're not really excited about them. You want them to feel that you are excited about them joining the team, that they are the perfect fit, that you as a company won the employee candidate lottery because you found them and they found you and it was the perfect fit. And sending them something small can help with this. Two notes. If you're sending a gift card, don't send a gift card for your company. It's kind of tacky to say, oh, we're welcoming you to our company. Here's a gift card so you go spend money with our company. Because what typically happens? A gift card doesn't typically cover an entire purchase or even if it does cover an entire purchase at one point in time, they might have money left over where they have to come back and then they have to spend money with your company to use the gift that you sent them. You don't want that. And the second thing is don't send promotional swag. I did say you could send something from your store if you're if you are product based, but something from your store that someone would typically buy is okay. Sending promotional swag is not a gift. 
sending something that promotes your company is not a gift. You buy that promotional swag as marketing material. It is not a gift for your new employee. Yes, you can give them promotional stuff. You can give them water bottles with your company logo on it. You can give them maybe a t-shirt or or something that helps promote your company because you put together a package for your new employees, but that's not a gift. It's something that you're giving to them to market your business because they're gonna carry around that water bottle. They're gonna wear that shirt. They're gonna use those pens with your name on it and other people are gonna see it. But once again, those are marketing items and they are not gifts for your new employee. So the last way to make an employee feel welcome before they start and really set you on the right foot for a great onboarding plan is to send a what to expect email. So this will be a separate email than the email you send to welcome your employee if you send an email instead of calling. And this is just gonna give an outline of the first day. It's gonna reiterate when to arrive. And why is this important? Because you might say, well, we already talked about hours. Well, it could be that the day they start, Typically, the workday starts at 8 a.m., but you're not able to meet with them at 8 a.m. because maybe you have a standing meeting and they won't be attending that meeting on day one. So it's better for them to join at 8.30 so you can be there and ready for them. It also include in there where to go and who to ask for, especially if there's something different, like they're going to be entering maybe a different way than they did for their interview or if you did all virtual interviews and now they're going to be coming in person. Who should they ask for when they arrive? Are you going to be there? Is there another team member that will be greeting them on the first day? Do you have a receptionist? Maybe, um, you know, for if you're hiring your first few employees, they'll probably be greeted directly by you. But if you're not going to greet them because your, your business has grown to the point where you have someone else greeting people as they walk in the door, is it you they're asking for or is another team member? And also... How do they enter? Maybe it's one of those things where you want your employees entering a different way. So typically, let's say for an example, you run a shop. Your employees don't always enter through the front. They enter through the back. Should they enter through the back on day one? Or should they enter through the front on day one? And then you're going to give them a tour that includes the employee entrance. So let them know where to go so they feel comfortable. That's part of the whole purpose of this email is make them feel comfortable on day one. Help reduce some of the nerves that come along with transitioning to a new job. Next, let them know what to wear. This is a great opportunity to remind them of your dress code if you have one. Also, if you're going to be giving them like a company shirt that they're expected to wear, let them know that possibly they're going to receive it on day one and they will have opportunity to change, but this is what they should wear to go with it or anything like that so they show up in the right things to wear. Um, This can include everything from shoes to whatever it is to match your dress code or is needed for safety purposes. Next, let them know what they need to bring. This could be what they need to bring for paperwork or letting them know what they need to bring for tools if they're supposed to be providing their own tools and equipment for for the position. For example, in some cases, um, I know I helped a company hire draw, excuse me, hire dog groomers in the past. Some positions for dog groomers require people to bring their own scissors, to bring their own 
uh, supplies and tools while other companies supply everything for them. So if you're running a position where it's expected that people bring their own supplies, you most likely already talked about that during the interview process, but remind them what to bring for that first day. And it's especially important to give that reminder of what to bring so the paperwork can be processed correctly. Next, let them know about hours. So as we talked about, when to arrive could be different that first day, but are their hours different that first day or that first week? Maybe they're going to typically be working eight to five, but you need them to work 10 to seven because you have an evening time team member that they're going to be sitting with or something like that where they need to do slightly different hours for that first week because the person that they're training with is only available during those hours. Obviously, once again, these are things that should be discussed as the person's accepting the position and going through the interview process when you're talking about their start date. So this shouldn't be anything new, but it's always good to remind them. Or it might be something simple as they're a full-time employee. You're going to pay them for a full week that first week. But due to when people are going to be available to train them, you're going to only have them maybe work a half day on that first day. And then they get to go home or some reduced hours just because people won't be around to train them at other times. All right. The last thing you should include in that welcome email or that, what I'm sorry, not the welcome email, the what to expect email is information about lunch. This is something that can cause anxiety in new hires on their first day. What are the plans for lunch? It seems simple. It seems like in your workplace, you're probably in a routine that lunch isn't something that you think about too often or how it's going to differ day to day because you know what to do and when you're going to do it. But to a new hire, making it clear, what is how long is their lunch break? Is there a place on your premise where they can get food? Like for example, do you work in a larger office building where there is a cafeteria where they can go get food? Do they have a long enough lunch break where they can go out and get something? Or is it the norm that your team members bring their lunch and eat in a break room? Are you going to treat your employee to lunch on the first day so they shouldn't have to worry about lunch and bringing something on their own because you're going to buy lunch? It seems silly that you have to talk about this, but people don't want to act against the norm on their first day. So a team member might be hesitant about bringing in their their packed lunch if everyone in the office is going to be going out to lunch and they want to fit in or maybe go out and meet their new team members. And you know, they you don't want someone getting into the thing of maybe their norm in their current job is they always go out and take their lunch break and pick something up, but now they're in a position where maybe you give them a 30-minute lunch break instead of that hour they had before and there's not really anything close by for them to go and grab and then they're starving because they didn't have the full time that they expected to go get lunch or they weren't able to go grab things. So just letting people know so they feel comfortable. I remember my first day at work at my my last job, what I did for lunch was I did end up going down to the cafeteria because there was on-site cafeteria, but I'm the type of person who brings my lunch every day. I didn't want to be that that weird person on the first day that brings the lunch if that wasn't expected. So instead of bringing a full lunch, I just put a few granola bars in my purse and I was like, well, I guess this is how things will survive. Like if I can't go to lunch and pick something up, because the job I had before that, we worked out of my boss's house. 
She wasn't necessarily by a whole lot of things. And we just always ate lunch at our desks. So I was like, is it here? Will I be eating lunch at my desk? Do people go out? I didn't know what to do. So like I, I literally brought granola bars in my in my purse instead of packing myself a lunch on that first day because I, I didn't know what was to be expected. And like I said, in that case, there ended up being an on-site cafeteria. There was a few other people that started that day and we all went down to the cafeteria and ate lunch. Um, sometimes, you know, during those first early weeks, you could buy, some of us would buy lunch, some of us would bring our own lunch and just meet up and eat lunch together. But it was one of those things where it kind of caused anxiety because I didn't know what to expect. So with this what to expect email, you're helping to reduce the nerves. They know what they're coming into on that first day. So send it out. I would say if you have time a week before their start date and then resend it the business day before their start date. So that way they have that reminder as well. So to wrap up for today, just remember that onboarding starts right away. As soon as that new employee accepts the position, you are in the onboarding phase. Onboarding impacts how long a team member stays with you. It impacts the level of work that they produce. So onboarding is a super important step that you do not want to miss. Have a great onboarding plan from the start and make the employee, your new employee, feel like they won the lottery because they are getting to work with you and help them see this because they feel like you really value them. You're excited that they're joining the team. You can't wait for their first day and you are going to make sure they have a fantastic first day before that day ever arrives. Are you ready to hire a new team member for your business and you want to ensure you hire the person who can succeed in the role, make you happy, and positively impact your bottom line? Then set up time and let's talk because this is exactly how I help business owners like you. When you go through my hire framework, not only will you learn how to attract candidates who have the passion you desire, but you'll be able to identify and select candidates who have the skills you need and can succeed in the role. Going through this consulting process not only helps you find the right new hire for your current open position, but it teaches you how to repeat this process with every new position you add to your company as it continues to grow. So if you're a small business owner who is ready to hire, has a rough idea of the position you need to add, and you're tired of going through the hiring process only to end up with bad fitting team members, then let's talk. Send me an email at jamie at growingyourteam.com. That's jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at growingyourteam.com or head on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart and let's talk about your hiring needs. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.